pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Chance and Cows podcast. Uh, we've been operating board game cafes around the UK for about six years now. From Hindus to family dues. From first dates to breakups, we've seen it all and recommended a game for the occasion. But now we're looking for a fresh challenge. Each week we'll invite a guest on who will put our knowledge to the test. They'll come armed with an abstract and absurd scenario and it's up to us to figure out what that situation calls for and recommend a game that totally settles their Catan. <laughs> we'll get there, we'll, we'll find one soon. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep trying. <laughs> Uh, whichever game recommendation the guest loves the most will score a point and at the end of the uh, series whoever has the most points will be crowned the titan of board games so I guess we'll start introducing my name is Richard Scarsbrook I'm a co-founder of Chance Encounters and I've been with them pretty much since the beginning that's kind of what founder means so it's about (laughs) six years Um, I play lots of board games video games all all the things do you have a cool nickname? Oh, I, w- there's a nickname I've heard been used. Ooh. Scarab. Uh, okay. <laughs> so my name is Scarsbrook, but there's a lot of Richards in Chance Encounters. So yes, I have been known as the Scarab, which I'm not just Scarab. I don't think it's an affection that I really like. You it. sound like a 1930s like vigilante, you yeah. know, like with a with a hood and a cape. No, no, he sounds like some a mummy that's been yeah, that's been like haunting a tomb. <laughs> yeah. Beware yeah. the Scarab. Yeah. Oh, we also have a tie-in with Disney's Moon Knight as well, um, and that's that's where this is coming. <laughs> from so <laughs> so my name is richard uh my co-host here is ben hello i'm ben i work with the yogs cast i do streams i love board games and i'm a massive nerd is is, is bedgers bedgers is my twitch handle correct <laughs> yeah Thank so it's, it's ben most edgar, unoriginal right? <laughs> yeah, ben <laughs> edgar. never gonna be a situation where it's like oh where did you come up with that situation <laughs> a lot of people actually when i've said that people have been like Oh, <laughs> I guess if you know, they thought you were so creative. Yeah. You come up with this strange. Well, people word. misread it all the time. If ever, ever on public voice chat, people always call me Badger. Oh, okay, cool. they just scan read it. You know how you read, right. you look at the beginning and the end of a word, and you just yep. assume you know what it says. We're going to call you that now. Yeah, I'm the Badger. Or, 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 or Badgers. Badgers. Like you're talking yeah. about, like just seeing words and not knowing how they're pronounced. Yeah. Badgers, right? Yeah, there's nothing quite like getting phoned up by a call center being called Dan Edger. And being told that my customer is very important to them. <laughs> I mean, the one thing that we don't know, I mean, if, if everyone's happy with it was fairly easy to figure out what your handle and how that came about. <laughs> the shark situation. Yeah. What, 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 what led to the shark? I'm, I'm, that's me. This, I mean, that, that's, that's who I am. Oh, my God. Inside. I mean, I I'm wear sorry. this, you know, flesh disguise. Yep. But I am I'm a shark. He anymore. secretly, you know, tries to kill beautiful, you know, divers. <laughs> <laughs> and eat their legs. Right. Sure, I've been reformed. Okay. I was caught by the HMS Yogscast. Yeah. Climbing up on the back Hold of a motorboat, you know, flopping around, yep. getting so on harpooned. Your, on your, part of your uh, passport, it also literally just says shark as your uh, gender. Is that, is that how it works? Yeah. And, yep. and nationality. 
and, and age. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shark. Yeah. 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 Amazing. I kind of you're you're there to fight the lizard people, right? That's your real. Well, yeah. I mean, they escaped here. the lizard people. That's why I'm on. I'm a surface dweller now. Wait, this means that uh, all those situations where you're on the website and they go, "Are you human?" and then you're like, "No, I'm not." This but I'm, is... I'm not a robot. So yeah, it's it's, okay. it's whether it says, "Are you a robot?" Mm-hmm. in which case, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's kind of that's 50/50. correct. I am not mm-hmm. a robot. I'm allowed on like half of those websites. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gotcha. You need that third option. <laughs> Other. <laughs> um, and the games guru from Chance Encounters this uh, week is Russ. Hello, I'm Russell. I'm game guru slash head of games at Chancing Cows Bristol, and I am also a huge nerd who loves board games. I've probably played board games far too much, which is why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Russ has recommended me some cracking board games. Oh my god. Oh. So I'm, I've, got head, start. I've got yeah. head start. <laughs> Hopefully none of these, like, you, you can't use any of the ones you've already recommended to us. Uh, okay, oh. challenge accepted. The guru, <laughs> is that what your nickname is? <laughs> yeah, talking of nicknames, the only nickname I've ever been given, and it doesn't even make any sense, is Rusty. Like, I don't, mm. I'm not like, I'm not like a handyman. Mm-hmm. I've never, I don't like have red boy. hair. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I've ever was ever given that nickname, but apart from Russ, which is kind of dull, just what shortening would, my name. Say you are Xbox Live or you know PlayStation. Oh, my gamer tag. Yeah, uh, yeah. D- is that gamer tag? Is that like sure. yeah, username, whatever? Uh, it's actually it's completely irrelevant. <laughs> it's just, a, <laughs> it's just a character that I. In a book that I wrote when I was a teenager. That is so. adorable. Yeah. And you don't have to share it with us <laughs> if you don't want I feel like, I feel like I feel like it, it won't make sense. So I think I'll just leave it out. But you can find it if you try hard enough. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you want <laughs> Rusty OC fan fiction. I'm looking for it right now. I'm sure that will lead me straight to it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the guest that probably needs very little introduction, Lewis. Thank you. Yes. Uh, they used to call me Chuckles in high school. High school. In senior school, that was my nickname back in the day. Because I was just a very jolly fellow. <laughs> Not uh, because you're a clown. I think I have got quite yeah, a distinctive I... laugh, though. And I, I do laugh often. And, and inappropriately, too. <laughs> um, as, as has happened. You know, just to diffuse the tension. Mm. Um, yeah. There is definitely that situation where it gets uncomfortable. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And then everyone's laughing. And like, oh, that God. was really dark. And why are you laughing? And I'm like, <laughs> Yes, it just kind of stacks, though, doesn't it? Because the more you feel like you need to laugh and you know that you shouldn't, yeah, that makes you more nervous, yeah. And then before you know it, you're just especially howling because, at a funeral, you know. You're ex- ex- and then everyone's saying that. Did you know Lewis was laughing and she was dead? <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful, and yeah, it compounds <laughs> itself. And then I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, led me down some. Risky areas, but I'm I'm doing fine. I love board games. Thank you for having me on. No worries. Uh, when do I crack open the the task for you? Uh, let's do it now. What, what what have you come with? Abstract and absurd scenario for us. So I've been thinking about the 2001 two film Cast Away. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Tom yeah. Hanks with Tom Hanks. Now, of course, one of the main problems he had. Uh, on the island was staying sane when he was, <laughs> when he was cast away, and so he, he ended up because he he had all these FedEx packages. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And he cracked them open, and there was like an ice skate and a foot a volleyball volleyball, yeah, and that he made friends with. But imagine he wasn't that lucky, and there wasn't something with such a, a human shaped 
<laughs> head. Right. And also imagine he was trapped there with several of his of his friends mm. who, you know, maybe maybe they were friends, maybe they were strangers. But, you know, I'm sure after a while, they're all going to be pretty sick of each other. Mm. Um, in one of those FedEx packages was a board game. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You know, maybe a board game that would have to, you know, see these guys through thick and thin. Yep. Through yeah. years of, of straining their mm. social fabric. What, what do they have to like, what do they have to make themselves create a new civilization on the <laughs> island? No. Right. no, no, no. But, but more, more just to hold them together, like bind them rather than make them enemies. Okay. Mm. I right. don't know if you've played board games before, but making enemies seems to be the point in a really competitive board games, in my opinion. Or maybe that's just me. I don't know what would be worse, though. If you were constantly fighting each other in this board game and someone was always winning and you were all very competitive, or the opposite, you're playing like a cooperative game, one person isn't pulling their fucking weight <laughs> and you keep failing the scenario. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't know which one drives people apart more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, I think it depends on the group. I guess I'd hope that after a few plays, the person that wasn't pulling their weight would probably have at least learned the rules by that point, right? <laughs> yeah. You've got nothing else. You've got no excuses. We're on this desert island together. Yeah. You're reading the bloody rule book. I would still, I would still almost guarantee in a situation like that, about three or four games in where you've got literally nothing else to do, I would still find out we've playing playing a rule wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's like some kind of bit on the side oh of the God. rule book like, that yeah. says something. Oh, we've been doing that wrong the whole Imagine time. Even my favorite games, I've been doing that. Like... I mean, to be fair, some of the rule books are also, I think it's maybe something we've, we've previously mentioned, but it can be a trial to get through yeah, real there, were, there were some bad rule books out there, and you wouldn't be able to watch the YouTube yeah. instruction video. Um, Rodney Smith yeah, couldn't help you out in these situations. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like the big board game tutorial video guy. Yeah, yeah, imagine like you fished it out to sea as well, and like half the rule book was missing. Oh, no. That'd be the worst. You have to start inventing your own rules. <laughs> Well, or every week you could take it in ch- take it in turns, you know. I feel this like week it's Lewis's time, turn to make the rules. Every up. time I play with Ben, though, he's like, "I've played <laughs> enough board games. I, th- I think I'm assuming this is how this happens, yeah. and this probably works like this, and that's what we do." Yeah, um, I think that we got a tr- you got a lot of trust in him then, uh, based yeah. on that. Cause... Well, the first time Ben played Wingspan, I remember um, mm. he said he was like, "Oh, I got a score of like 250." I was like. How did you do that? <laughs> what were you doing? I think it turned, it turned, turned out, out we weren't paying actions to play birds. We were only doing the three main actions. Oh. So obviously <laughs> we were just putting down millions of birds and getting loads of points. It was really easy. <laughs> like far too much yeah. many actions. We did that the first time we played uh, War of Whispers as well. Mm. <laughs> the first time we played that, we we because you I we think, thought you had you could take every action in a row. Yeah, with... not not just choose one of the options. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we were having like twice or three times as many. As many and then we played. Yeah. I played that game with yeah. Russ a few months later and he was like, I know this game really well. I'm going to tell you all how to play it. Mm. And he started telling us had to play it the wrong way that we'd been yeah. playing it oh before. Oh my god! And I had to be like, I hate to interrupt Game Guru, but we just we did exactly the same thing wrong. I, I say some of, one of my biggest shames is obviously getting rules wrong, but also I feel like then if we both fell for that, then it must be something to do with the yeah, rule actually, book. That did vindicate me. I felt a lot yeah. less guilty about yeah. teaching it wrong. There's well, someone else independently yeah. that teaches board games for a living and still got that that small rule yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. And this is why you can't really make assumptions. This is why it's like mm. actually sucks sometimes if you get a rule book that's so like badly done because then you just you might miss something that actually changes the whole game um but yeah mm. that is still my biggest change so we have 
a few people on this island. Should, should we should we give them names? Should we give them some personalities? Yeah, the scarab, <laughs> rusty, yeah, rusty. Okay, the guru and chuckles. Okay, yeah. okay, right. So there's four. There's make four. make of them what you will. Yeah, they could yeah. be anyone. Okay. So is there four then? There's four. Okay. Okay. All men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they all gamers? Are they all hardcore gamers. Uh, look, you. One of them is a pilot. Ooh. Uh, okay. One of them is um, uh, a holidaying uh, old man, like a graying old man. Mm. One of them is a, a, a young eighteen-year-old um, surfer. <laughs> oh, cool! <Okay. laughs> Professional surfer, and one of them is a thirty-eight-year-old youtube and <laughs> which streamer right so what we're saying Perfect. is they have a lot of life skills to bring to this survival uh island is that what we're going with yeah we mm-hmm. need to keep them to, we need to keep them interested mm-hmm. replayability mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. we, you know and and you know we don't want them we want one person taking control and doing everyone else's actions yeah mm. you know we want everyone to feel like they're part of the game i just i, I want a game i can like play again and again mm-hmm. and feel like everyone's able to you know compete okay mm-hmm. but with variety okay hit me wow. oh i mean i feel like there's some more digging to do yeah. first yeah uh like 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 are you playing this game out in the open like is there shelter somewhere nearby that we can like go yeah and... there's like some coconut fronds we've rigged up <laughs> <laughs> over the over this area we've got some you know every some... little windbreak yeah, we got like a little campfire nearby. We've got some coconuts that have been carved and have collected some rainwater. We've got some crabs on sticks, Ooh. you know, that have been cooked on the fire. Yeah, we're, we're content otherwise. You know, there's no imminent danger of, you know, disease, death. <laughs> no natural predators. Yeah, there's not. There's no smoke monster or like. It sounds like a also luxury button island that needs pressing. There's no button. No mystery hatches that leads to five more mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> Equally, there's no. Doorbells ringing. There's no animals that need mm. walking. You know, we no one sitting on their phone during your turn. We got plenty of time. Mm. This is like a dream scenario rather than like a nightmare scenario. Then yeah, you've just like literally got all this time to play games. It's just got to be a good all game. this time to play games. The one game you have. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I feel like yeah. this is. Uh, I'm kind of already immediately thinking. Do I want a game that literally will take the whole day? Ethereum. Mm. Just to drop in there. Is that the only game you can think of that would take the whole day? Uh, depends who you play with. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're going to... I've played Patchwork, which is a very... It's like a 30-minute game with a friend of mine who took... It took us like two and a half hours to play. Oh, wow. Because he analysed every move. Oh, I um, might, that might lead to island murder. Yeah, I think... <laughs> like, oh, my God. So I just really want to like... rocks have we got? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that is one of the longest games. That and Game of Thrones is the other kind oh. of... Oh, classic yeah, game that right. takes forever yeah it's like a well but then again i feel like you know if you've got like the games in a spectrum of length and time commitment in twilight imperium is just over here on its own it's, it's the like, anomaly there's nothing like in that space yeah between... the, the eight to twelve hour range is yeah. quite rare. there is a known like really ridiculously long game called the campaign for north africa yeah. and oh, yeah. that takes like days to play and also diplomacy which is a childhood game for some people that can take a long time as well i've seen risk take like three or four hours before because people just get lucky with the dice rolls and Mm. they just you can't they've got one country and they've been holding on to it for like the last 45 minutes but literally they just keep rolling enough to keep 
like surviving. So, you know, there are games that can take forever, but you want a game that's engaging throughout that time. As I've well. played a game of diplomacy online. So you yeah. can do it in such that you have uh, each each turn essentially takes 24 hours. Um, so there's oh, a lot of conversation that you like have Like a play-by-email kind of situation. Exactly. Oh, we could do that on the island. You just have your own email? corner <laughs> of the island and you just like, yeah, send each other you, notes in a bottle. Then you whisper yeah. with each other about your... Because diplomacy is a game that will ruin friendship. Yes. I don't know if it's one I could possibly recommend. I think you, mm. you'll end up... People will keep those betrayals in their heart. If you haven't played Diplomacy, surprisingly, it's all about those interrelationships that you have during the game. Uh, by large, your attack and defense, no one can gain an advantage unless it's through someone else supporting you, give or take. So you, it's almost imperative, especially early on, that you're talking with other people and get mm. convincing that it's in their interest to let you attack other places or the opponents, for example. So that entire game gets very backstabby, very quickly. Very mm. ironic, really. This name is supposed <laughs> to be like... It's a game about working together until someone makes that wild lunge for solo victory yeah. and just betrays everyone. Someone yeah. you've been like closest allies for three weeks as you've played this <laughs> game. I think for me, when I was playing it, it's, it's another situation where if you try and use logic, the whole thing, which is it's kind of what I do, I know I'm just doing exactly. And then someone does something that's just illogical to you. You're like, what? What's, why is this going on? And I take it very personally. That is not a game for me. I played one of it and I was like, <laughs> I'm done here. Yeah, I've never touched that game because one of the things I'm really bad at is being uh, diplomatic in games. Because like, I, I get that um, you know, you're supposed to betray someone and you're supposed to do the thing that you know, goes against someone else. But I just want to be nice. Like, I don't I just... want to be that loudmouth guy at the table, though, mm. ne like negotiating all these deals and like, mm. oh, yeah, like, oh, you want to do this thing with me and then we'll trade this thing and mm. then we'll do that. I'm like, I don't want to do the three-way trade. Just, you know, give me, let me trade with the bank. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? like, I don't want to, I, I want minimal play. I want to play a de wheeling and dealing in my game. Thanks. This is the, when I played oh. in that similar circumstance in Twilight Imperium, it was like people were under the table texting and I was like, what, why, why is everyone texting? I didn't really get it. So it makes sense. And if you're on a desert island, then you've got these secluded areas you can go to and have those conversations. But mm. equally, like people said, are going to die. Gonna, I think it's good. Yeah, there'll be one of there'll be three players. You know, Chuckles will have been <laughs> yeah. white covered in be speared with all those crab sticks. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that does remind me of this uh, time we played um, Betrayal at House on the Hill, which is a game where, you know, you're cooperatively exploring a mansion, um, like a creepy mansion, and kind of things happen. You get items, omens, whatever, until at some point one of you has to maybe turn against the rest or like you all end up fighting against each other. But um, we didn't understand. So there's a point in the game where it's called The Haunt, where you kind of, your ultimate goal is revealed, whether it's you Jeopardy versus everyone happens. else. And um, and so there's two rule books. There's one for like the pe the betrayer, and then there's another rule book for like the survivors who are like the good guys, essentially. And we just did not understand the game um, so much that we weren't allowed to reveal anything about our goals, our separate goals, that we were literally creating a separate WhatsApp group. <laughs> and we were like texting each other like, Someone would say, "What are what are we doing?" And then we'd literally just create a message and, and send it to each other. It was oh like so God. extreme the secrecy that we were just trying not to tell anyone, the other player, anything about what our goal was. It was kind of to the to the most extreme point where we literally just almost became a silent game. We were like yeah, not saying yeah. anything. These it was really weird. Interpersonal relationships are almost what what board games are, are built on. But I feel like that's 
it's really concentrated when you're on a desert island about mm. any these could super affect what's going on like have you have you collected your crabs no well God damn, like, I'm going to have to come after you. This is the same thing that happened in that board game. Like, uh, we're really going to have to make sure. To, how... This is the third time you've borrowed my crabs. And when you... <laughs> I like how crabs are now like the currency of this yeah. island. And, you know, when in the game, when you didn't repay that two wheat I lent you. It's, yeah. oh, it's just uh, this Thursday all over again. Oh my god! Which, which Wait, they're going to be rescued, and they're going to be like old men brought yeah. together for like you know a TV show interview forty years later, and they'll be on the fence, you know, to talk to each other. Where are my like, crabs? Where? <laughs> what about that two wheat? <laughs> it's going to be like I gave it to you. You did not give it to me. <laughs> um, this actually uh, brings me. About how long are, are you anticipate? Oh, like I mean, it's your scenario. How long are we going to be stuck on this island for? Is it going to be like a couple of weeks? Are we talking well, like, that months? Feeds years? into the insanity, right? You know, you, there's no end in sight. You don't know when rescue's coming. It mm -hmm. might never come. Okay. You know, maybe there's a boat, you know, sailing by full of tourists, you know, next week. Mm -hmm. But as far as you're concerned, you're stuck with these people here forever. And, you know, I'm going more and more insane. That really doesn't help, like, pick the game because if, I mean, it's irrelevant. If the insanity is always on the table um, or, like, complete, like, this is separation of everyone that are living on their own corners of the islands because they've just had enough of each other. Mm -hmm. Like, eventually, like, picking a game with high replayability doesn't necessarily help because, you know, it's inevitable, right? Right? Well, let's just lay down and die then, right? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, you've got to play the game. At some point, it doesn't matter. We need to stave off the insanity as long as we can. Yeah. You know, but I've got to try. Yeah. We but... don't want, like, we don't want to have two days go by <laughs> and we've all got completely lunacy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that was the roughest 48 hours ever. <laughs> it was just a company retreat. It was just a team building exercise, guys. You didn't need to uh... eat the crab, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Chuckles only have one foot? <laughs> I've also started referring to Ben as the Crab Man. <laughs> it's like a new nickname has been created on Passport the island. Has been changed. It was scrubbed out in whatever charcoal you could find. Hmm. Um, What's the board game skill uh, like experience? Like, I'm, you know, you've said the ages and stuff of these people, but like, have any of them got any board game experience? And not that it matters because you have like how, however long it is, you could learn time. At the time. <laughs> yeah. But is there anyone on the team who's like? I just like like Got opposed suffer. to playing board games. They they think board games just not for them. Um, the scarab <laughs> is badly burned. <laughs> That's true. And uh, and no, there's no there's no. Uh, I was gonna go with the bandages. I don't know. I was uh, the mummy. I was leaning into the mummy. The angle, it didn't work. Um, <laughs> no, I think everyone's got all of their fingers and can see and stuff. They're all compass mentis for now. Okay. Okay. It's so, at least compass mentis to learn the rules and then subsequently ignore them as the insanity does that. Mm. I mean, everyone's dealing with their own mm -hmm. mental things. Yep. You know, you're, you're enjoying the surfing, mm -hmm. right? Okay, yep. But, you know, the nagging feeling in the back of your mind that you might never see your sweetheart again. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> you know, I love in the situation that I'm also seeing that I'd have really long hair, and that that's a good thing with my slowly receding hairline. I'm like, yeah, long, luscious surfing locks. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I think in the, I, I think in this scenario, you're the 18 year old, yeah, like yeah. surfer person, right? So right, you would have right back full... in. Well, I'm just 
yeah, sitting around in the crab pool. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, you're serving on like a plain door. You've mm. like cut off like <laughs> coconut fronds to like cover your your shame, but you don't have much shame to sh- on display. You're I'm eight, thinking at this got... point, I'm also ripped in this scenario. Yeah, oh, this is great. <laughs> you're gorgeous. Yeah, I <laughs> am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah, but not distractingly so. You know, mm-hmm. we're all. We'll keep our eyes on the game. We're all dang. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, could you just move your front slightly to the left? Um, there it is. Like, so, uh, in terms of, you know, we talked about like you have shelter and stuff, but uh, is there risk of storms? Like, how 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 much information do you need about this fucking desert island? I might as well write a novel. <laughs> like, just Jesus like, Christ! Okay, so like, what I want to know is if a piece goes missing, like. Some games. They've written out the word help in stones. <laughs> right? They've done it all. They thought about building a raft, but they realised it was like a lot of faff and they got splinters and uh, I couldn't have an axe. They only had an ice skate and it wasn't quite enough. And There's, there's no tropical storms. There's a sunny sky. It's all okay. fine. All right. It's quite hot, but they're undercover. There's like, you know, they've, they found a sun suntan cream. They're all, they, they, no one's burned. It's fine. Russ, <laughs> how much more do you need? I need to know oh. much, much more. No, I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. At this point as well, I'm pretty sure that affects the personality. And there's a whole thing we we, we use it whenever One we. One of them's uh, a first aider. They've got, got like <laughs> some antibiotics. It's fine. One it's of the packages aspirin. contains a first aid kit. Thank you. Yeah, they're, they're all right like, for a while. They they're careful. Okay. Mm, okay. So how about your personal? Let's say Chuckles' tastes. <laughs> what does <laughs> what does Chuckles enjoy in a board game? What kind of genres or styles or mm-hmm. themes or art styles or whatever? What what draws Chuckles to a to a game? Um I think that Chuckles it doesn't matter actually what Chuckles likes. The, the key <laughs> thing here They're stuck playing it anyway. <laughs> is to bring together a group for a good time. Um and leave everyone happy. But also, you know, create some good memories mm. and, and forge an alliance that involves, you know, that will deter backstabbing for crabs. Mm-hmm. When, the, <laughs> when, the, when the crab season starts dwindling <laughs> and the crabs are running low, <laughs> yeah. people might get desperate and they right. might think, oh, I won't kill Chuckles because, you know, we had that nice experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm looking forward to next Tuesday evening when we're going to... Do the next bit or play again, you know? Mm. I don't know if it needs to be one of these legacy games where it's got, you know, a journey. Yeah. Well, because the problem with a legacy game mm-hmm. is it will eventually end. Mm-hmm. They're very hard to replay. Mm. Some yeah. of them claim to have playability when you're finished, like Pandemic Legacy. Mm. You know, you're supposed to be able to play the game like, um, oh, like more like Charterstone actually is another game. But some of these games have have like a finished state which is like you finished the game and you can still technically play onwards but That's, it's uh, not something you would ever do well so yeah i mean as much as i don't like the idea of a board game coming to end i think so many board games we never get that far we never play mm-hmm. i never played pandemic enough fucking times mm-hmm. <laughs> we even worry about having to do a 12 game mm-hmm. series i think that's very optimistic have you heard of the 10 by 10 challenge so it's in a given year, you're supposed to try and play 10 games 10 times. Wow. So it's 100 gameplays, basically. But this, this would be the one times a thousand challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that one's quite interesting because it, it, it kind of 
does highlight that in people who are super into board games tend to be like, what's the new shiny thing? And then they go, mm-hmm. I've bought this one thing. We played it once. Cool. Well, I'm ready to play the next. And you don't get to like, how many board games have you ever played more than five times? Yeah, only a handful. And but probably th- those games I love because I've really mm-hmm. got into them. I've probably managed to get in, so the, my most played board game is Terraforming Mars, and I've probably played that into the the good double digits at this point, maybe like thirty or forty. And I know it's not everyone's piece, but uh, no, that's probably the game I've played most as well, actually, because we've played we played wow. the, we played the board game version a lot. And you then, pl- and you played it on Steam, and then a we lot. played the digital version, and it became this kind of fallback game for us a lot of the time. We'd end up having a spare hour at the end of the stream and you can get the digital version done pretty quick and i hate a lot of things about it mm-hmm. but yeah if it's a, <laughs> it's a it's a whole filler i'm um, gonna say right now not a huge fan of that game yeah it's too dry and actually the original game so the game is essentially you're terraforming the planet you play cards and you're like it's an engine building game which means that you play cards which help you like improve on your actions to do in future turns and um so i mean it's a very dry themed game yeah, you can place water tiles that's part of the game <laughs> i know i know <laughs> doesn't make me more interested in the game unfortunately um but it's the, the the positive thing about it is it has so many cards and expansions that the game does have end like a lot of replayability or variability because you might never see the set the card for like the next 10 games I mean, in that, can we assume that whatever yeah. board game uh, parcel this came with, it came with any expansion mm, that exists yeah, I, for this board game as well? Yeah, fair. it was like a big wooden crate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the big box version of game. That's yeah. actually going to help if that is the case. Yeah. It, with the replayability for sure. But um, but yeah, the, the game, oh my gosh. I, the, the artwork on the game is so disjointed. Yeah. Some of it's clip art, some of it's like photos, and it's yeah. just... It just drives me nuts. The like it doesn't have a consistent art style as well in places that, that game. Like this, certain cards that are just rubbish and awful. Like, the worst thing about Terraforming Mars actually is the, the the interaction with other players because you have these cards which take resources away from other people, mm-hmm. but they cost you resources to do it. So there's no incentive really for you to. Obviously, there shouldn't really be an incentive for you to screw with other people, but it's it's kind of like I'm going to destroy my game. And your game. Yeah. You and know. then if there's three other players in the game who will get to race ahead while you two are cramp bucketing each other, if you'll mm. if you use the reference. <laughs> <laughs> now I am the crab man, I guess. <laughs> I, stop talking about I think, for example, with, when the games get that complicated, it does, uh, you can imagine the spreadsheets. So I, I know that people like Wizards of the Coast uh, with D&D and stuff like that, they have, uh, you know, proprietary sheets that mm. have everything in and they try and balance it out and they try and work out exactly so there's only so even. far the math will take you though yeah. because once you're actually playing a game there's more to it than simple numbers um and i mean in terraform i will say one of the good things about it is that it doesn't have obvious combos that once you've played them you don't want to play them again right um so a good example of that might be like quacks Mm-hmm. Um, which Alex is a huge fan of. I know I introduced fan Alex of. to that, by the way. Um, she will admit. Ross, Quacks, I've been playing <laughs> it a lot recently. I just sent a copy to PFLAX yesterday for him to play with his kids because I recommend it. And I, I, I've, I, I really like it, actually. So it's a game, it's a push-your-luck game where you 
you're a, you're a witch. It shouldn't be called quacks because um, I think that's the German, right? Uh, quacks of Quedlinburg is uh, it's the Quacksalber von Quedlinburg is the German name. Yeah. So the English one is just as silly. Quacks of Quedlinburg. But I think about quack they could have called it like the witches though, or something. It makes would make far more sense if it was called witches brew or something like there that. There is actually quacks expansion fairly... called the witches. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> witches. I guess quacks is a fairly negative connotation in terms of like. Oh, that guy's a quack. He's a he's a fake. He's a... It's like a quack doctor. I don't know if there's a known. Anyway, it's getting it, it's going the off. I just don't think it's a very well named game, and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to hate it, but actually, I really, really enjoyed it. It's a it's and it felt really social game to play with mm-hmm. people, and it was it didn't really matter how good you were. Obviously, it being skilled at it was helpful, but there was a big luck mechanic in the middle of the game where mm-hmm. you're you're throwing all these ingredients into your sort of bag. And you're pulling them out, hoping you're not going to get these um, the cherry bombs. cherry bombs, which are like kind of like salt in the cauldron or whatever. They're like the negative thing. And if you get too many of them, you go bust and you get a penalty. But the penalty isn't too bad either. It's kind mm. of, yeah, I do get a penalty, but it's not going to ruin my game if I get it. Um, and so, yeah, it was just it was just nice. But, but I think that has fairly obvious combos in it that you want to pick certain mm-hmm. things. And once you've done that, you're like, I'm not going to do that again this time. I'm going to try a different combo. Mm-hmm. and. You know, and I think that other games where where they aren't they weren't as obvious setups where the cards are much more random have to add three hundred cards like in Terraforming Mars. Mm. There's a huge amount of cards. Obviously, not all of them are going to be great or duds, but it's much harder to pull the combos together, and so therefore it's much harder to get bored or mm-hmm. feel like mm. oh, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to do code stalls and, and new yeah, eyes. Every again. game does feel quite different with Terraforming Mars, sure, just because you never see the same card twice. When there being 500 cards. Yeah, but yeah. I really like quacks. How do you shuffle that? Though? <laughs> there, is, there is quite a lot of replayability because you can the, you can have the the, um, the tokens do different things, mm-hmm. and there's quite a few expansions in quacks. Yeah, yeah. Quacks. The, the irony is there is a perfect name for it, but it's already taken by in other games. Potion explosion. That oh. essentially oh. would be perfect because it is about trying not to explode your potion. Yeah, essentially. But it's a really good game. Um, there is a really cool. Um, so the game comes with the, these cardboard chips, which you like put into your bag and then draw them out but there's an upgrade for the game which are these like really cool plastic chips um and they cost as much as the game itself so like it's ridiculous you really want them because it would make the game better because um the the cardboard wears out after you've played it like a hundred times probably have played it a lot of times i mean in terms of like board game manufacturing uh if you say those cost about the same price mm-hmm. as the actual board games like you can whenever you purchase one in a retail shop the actual manufacturing cost is about a sixth of the actual mm-hmm. of what you're paying it for and so you can start working back on how much that would be so if you added that in would you pay 150 pounds for a <laughs> game that's like, it's really good though you're gonna play it's one? really <laughs> good it's really good um but that yeah that game is really good uh well the, the like danger is of course you have to choose who you're playing with because certain people are very much would feel the chips and all oh, this one has a, mm. a raggedy edge that means it yeah. must be this one oh, you know yeah. you don't want to get that kind of folks so to bring the island back into it but if you get a bit of sand in there as well yeah. be wearing away the chips that would ruin it i have to say so if it Not was good... quacks but then you just replace them with shiny pebbles and shells yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i assume like one of the boxes has some paint you can paint the stones different colors no you yeah. use blood okay <laughs> crap blood. everything is... <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of that yeah um that's in the bucket <laughs> Uh, okay. How are we, how are we feeling? Have we got any other particular questions? Do you have any 
like like turn offs in the games like any ga- any things you like definitely don't want that in my games um i don't really want social deception or or like i don't want there to be i don't want the game to have a, a that'll like happen on the betrayal island like well. <laughs> feels like this two-pronged game right where you play it play one game where you're turning over tiles exploring this manner and then suddenly it turns into i'm bad and you three are, are good and and it's kind of it's a it's an odd dynamic that i've never particularly enjoyed um and i think i think i've just ended up having a lot of shouting matches with people on playing <laughs> the resistance and, and coup and things like this where you're someone's betrayed you in some way or you you know what i mean or yeah. tricked you i'm not looking for that mm. um i think you know, it's very hard to separate the personal from the game at that mm. point. And when your tensions are high, especially when you're on a desert island. I just like to get immersed. You know, I need something to distract me from this beautiful island paradise that I'm trapped <laughs> on with these three idiots and all these crabs. I would pay to be here, providing I knew I could get off. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. Well, I, I, ve- I have something uh, that touches on... I've got something ready in terms of recommendations of you. I've got something in mind. I've got something in the pocket, yeah. Okay. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape... You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Yet again. Yeah. Who's going to go first? You have to... I'll, I'll go first. I don't have a backup, so I really hope yeah, you I don't, don't pick up my, my so game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. So I think this one covers some of the bits that you've talked about. I think it's a game that you've probably heard before. It's something that we've talked about before. Um, but the reasoning I'll give it is because it focuses on some sort of replayability. And I think the, the insaner you get, the better this game will be. Okay. So the game I was suggesting is Dixit. So it's <laughs> okay. super not strategic, but I think it has a load of replayability because the idea of this is you have like these oversized cards that have this beautiful artwork on and you one of you is the storyteller and that kind of position rotates and you'll give a word phrase story uh sound you can kind of go pretty wild with it um about the card that you hold in your hand and you'll place that in the in the center essentially and then everybody else has to um find a card that they have in their hand which is you know, uh, i think you have about five cards or so in your hand and what will happen is They'll they'll think, well, what best represents that sound? Stick it in, give it a shuffle, and then we end up uh, laying them out, saying the sound, word, or phrase in the center of the table, and then so everyone imagine, has to figure out. you said crab. <laughs> yeah, it could be anything. We well, yeah, could be anything, but that's it, what comes to my mind yeah. on this island. Yeah, well, it depends entirely on what the uh, what the card has. So the reason that I'm suggesting this is because let's face it, at, at any point you're going to start. The replayability is going to fade away. Now, Dixit has a lot of expansions associated with it. They are also some incredibly beautiful stuff that are out mm. there. I've seen, I've played, I think there's probably eight or ten at the very least expansions out there. Um, 
And I like the idea that you could take these cards and almost tell a bit of a story about it. It becomes this whole like way in which you guys could create a world. And so I think the insanity then plays into it because you begin to see weirder and weirder shit in those cards. And it really begins mm. to like barrel out of it. And it's not necessarily about playing the game at those points or you if you could inscribe in crab blood your new cards that you want to add on to it you've got loads of boxes <laughs> let's create our own <laughs> i think it really becomes like this whole thing that you guys can get behind and becomes like a very cooperative storytelling uh mm. asset essentially so i know that's not necessarily no, the you're right it's like the, or, it's like the campfire oral tradition it's yeah like pictograms mm. it's like like Envisioning yeah, get, get, like turning them into like some sort of tarot deck and like yeah. and like when things go bad on the island, like people ascribe these kind of situations to certain cards oh and God. you're like, like like stuck onto the wall using crab blood oh and God. then just making like chanting around the fire, like Torches burning some burning some of these cards. <laughs> That's just in my head. I was like wow. I think you're right though, this insanity. Find, definitely like, one guy's taking away all the cards with like Pictures of women in their shelter. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no! Oh no! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Like, by the time that someone comes to rescue these people, yeah. it's going to get real wild. <laughs> yeah. These are my wife who's <laughs> Wilson. Oh. <laughs> so that's that's my recommendation. Uh, I think it ha- I think it touches on some of it. I think it's an interesting one. We'll we'll let you decide on that one. So between the two of you, no, that might be the glue that that brings you know these. Four stranded castaways together. Yeah. And, and through, I don't know, some sort of weird, it kind of feels like a tribal acid trip style, like <laughs> reaching back to the roots of humanity. Yeah. yeah. Like we all ate some of the weird, those weird berries, you know, we licking were the crabs. Shitting yeah. everywhere and <laughs> don't lick the spotty crabs. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, Ross, what you got? All right. So. Like I said earlier on, like um, if we're including expansions in this, I think this would be a very good way to go because there are a lot of them, like like Richards. Um, I went for something that would be very interesting to play a lot of times, and um, not only so. Basically, the game is called Unmatched. Um, it's a series of games, um, and it's called the tagline, which I think is really cool. Is in um, in battle there are no equals. And it's essentially a skirmish game. So there's a board. It's got some like some spaces on it that are connected to each other. So you're going to move around the board. And you're going to be taking on a character from either history or folklore or legend. And you're going to be given a, a miniature with of that of that character. So as an example, there are um, there's Sherlock Holmes uh, as one of the characters. There's um, Bloody Mary. There's like Achilles. There's um, there's other ones. Medusa. Yeah, like Alice in Wonderland. So like Alice in Wonderland. Any yeah, exactly. you've heard of that is currently out of copyright yeah. is in this game. But there are also <laughs> some branded ones. Like they've, thrown, they've done some Jurassic Park ones. They've just released some Marvel ones. There's lots of characters. And essentially each character comes with potentially some sidekick or some like minions, which you can um, use, but also a deck of cards, 30 cards. And each character plays uniquely um, just using this very cool concept of moving around a board and playing cards. So you basically, you know, you play these cards and, um, you know, it's a battle game. So you're going to be moving, you're going to be playing cards to attack and then they may play cards to defend. But there's also cards that let you do other things. But the brilliant thing about it is not only does each character play very much to the style of the character and they've had a lot of fun in coming up with the 
the way that these characters play. As an example, um, Achilles was uh, released in uh, one of the late, later sets and his sidekick is um, Patroclus. Now, in like, there's this kind of um, historical thing where apparently they were lovers, these, these two characters. And when Patroclus, your sidekick, gets killed, uh, Achilles becomes stronger as he like gets enraged that his you know the love of his life has been killed and so it just makes the character stronger so he kind of goes all out in like this rage um and then bloody mary because obviously because um the famously to summon bloody mary you have to say bloody mary bloody mary bloody mary three times so they get benefits uh, why would you say that you have Sorry, to be in no front of the mirror here. yeah <laughs> there's no mirrors in here you are fine we're fine um and so if you start the round with three cards in your hand you get an extra action giving you three actions I see. so they're very much um they've much very much um nailed in my opinion the like the thing that makes that character yeah unique. the aesthetic of like, yeah the way it feels but as well as that, there is a two-player mode, so it don't have to involve everybody. In fact, I consider it mainly a two-player game because I've never really wanted to play more than that. But there are three-player um, uh, modes and four-player modes, so everyone can get involved. If uh, Crab Man has having a tough time, maybe run out of crabs and you need to send them off to go and get crabs, so you can do that and you can still play the game in the meantime. That's cool. But also what I thought was really fun is because there's like this unknown a, uh, amount of time that you have you could do tournaments so you could literally play as each character against each other character and just find out who is the ultimate character um the best one I so i think you have that like longevity but also each even if you play with the same characters you can still it's still different because of what cards you get yeah so, I, I feel like you couldn't really have a dixit tournament so much as, <laughs> you know you couldn't have the world the, the island dixit champion <laughs> Whereas I feel like, yeah, that makes sense. You could, you know, carve it onto a rock, mm-hmm. and, you know. The trophy, the rock trophy, the crab trophy. Uh, you yeah, know, you could, we'll you could fight for the around. crab trophy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you could, like, take one of those shells, turn it into a crown. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. The crown of claws. Yeah. Oh. And because you might be there for, like, years, you could have, a, like, a tournament every year. Yeah, it's and, like, like it Olympics, changes hands. You know, it keeps yeah. The- keeps the nations of you know <laughs> <laughs> we split onto our four corners of this island it's like the beach dwellers are represented <laughs> well yeah you know before long you don't know how many other planes are gonna if one plane crashed here it's a good mm. chance that the more are coming i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, before yeah. long there know. is there is one other thing i wanted to mention about it and it's because it is a strong um aspect of the game and the artwork is so good so each card has a really beautiful artwork on it as well. So I'm kind of like stealing a bit of Richard's uh, thunder there. And some of them are really trippy. Like if you look at the Bloody Mary cards, some of them are genuinely like terrifying, the artwork on them. It's really good. So if you, even if you just weren't playing the game. I would like to see the fight a T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, and you could cool. make that happen. Like what other game can you set a T-Rex versus, you know, this kind of. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Sherlock Holmes might win against the T-Rex. That's brilliant. I deduce you have rather large teeth. <laughs> I yeah. deduce that those arms must have once been vestigial wings. <laughs> you should be feathered. <laughs> oh, and they shamed him. <laughs> and then Ben, okay. are you are you still free with I'm any of those? Free. I'm still free. I've got one lined up. Um, ben knows me very well. It's, game, it's yeah. a game you, you already know and have played, but I think it's a very good fit. Um, so. First of all, maybe the theme is too on the nose. 
<laughs> but I'm going to go with the game Spirit Island. <laughs> oh, yes. So this is a, a cooperative game where one to four players have to stop the invaders of the island using their magical nature spirits to drive them away. You've got to protect the indigenous people. Um, and it's a really quite complex, interesting puzzle where wave after wave of these colonials turn up and you have to stop them from destroying the land too much and build up your magic to, to drive them. Um, one of the reasons I recommend it is because, A, it's cooperative, which, um, you know, help te- keep the team together. You should win together. You'll lose together. You'll, you'll bond. Um, B, it, it's complex enough that you can't play other people's turns for them. Everyone is very much in charge of their own bit, and um, you won't have too much quarterbacking. Mm. And third, um, it has um, increasing difficulties that go up very high. You have um, like four different opponents to play against. Each opponent has eight difficulty levels that you can beat. So um, it's going to be a long time before you've managed to, to beat it on the very highest difficulty. Every time you play, if, you've, if you win, you crank it up by one. If you lose, you crank it down by one. And this could keep you going for, for years. Potentially. And you could even, if you've mastered the very highest difficulty session, sure, between you guys, you could find a way to make it even more difficult. I love that. I also love the sort of vague metaphor. The idea is that it's you better keep your island clean. You know, don't <laughs> yeah. don't shit in the water supply. <laughs> yeah, don't ki- eat all the crabs. Yes, <laughs> don't put a blight on this respect, island. Respect the island, or else you know it might raise up, and the the forces of thunder and lightning will. Um, be be roused yeah. from their slumber to zap us. Well, exactly. And there's lots of different island spirits you can play as, especially once once you include the expansions. But maybe everyone starts going a bit crazy and picks one spirit to be, and that's who they role play as in between game <laughs> sessions. They're like, just wow. like, I am the fire god. <laughs> yeah, there will be that guy who looks after the fire. Exactly. Yeah, maybe they've already already been falling into those roles, and this just reinforces them. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Ben. Again, this is going to be really weird when they get picked up and they're like, I'm actually a god. And you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. all right. Back, invaders! <laughs> they <Yeah>. hurl rocks. <laughs> <laughs> the ship's coming up to rescue them. Throwing burning sticks at the ship. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is very ineffectual. What's going on here? Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, we're suddenly... We're, we're so into the game that we don't want to get rescued. Yeah. <laughs> helicopter's coming and we're chucking crabs at yeah. them. We haven't finished the highest difficulty yet. Be gone. Come back in two years. <laughs> yeah. I really I really love the concept of that game being a, a lot of um, Euro-style games um, mm. have this kind of colonial colonialism kind of thing built into it, yeah. even if it's not sort of like obvious. And yet Spirit Island is complete yeah, opposite it's like, it's like we're protecting game. the mm. island f- for these indigenous people against the like colonists and i think that's really cool and it's not been explored nearly enough as mm. a concept no it's... you're right there is a lot of exploitation mm. and trading and oil barreling and everything and building a massive conglomerate or corporation it's always about mm. a lot of it is about taking wood or cut or Harvesting materials. Even Katan uh, has a little <laughs> bit of that, even if it's not obvious. Like, there is that element Maybe of coming into the land. Out. There's a bit of a <laughs> yeah. controversy at the moment in the board game industry. I won't name the board game, but um, where they've basically had a, a leaflet that were like, we do not uh, glorify any of these things. And then they sort of glorify it. Mm. Um, and that, that whole part of board gaming, it, like, it really affects the people that it. You know, has affected that have personal experiences. So it's a really interesting, and I think it's we'll see board games go more that way. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is this is this feeds back into the old idea of the the worst board game Monopoly, um, <laughs> which which was originally supposed to be this anti-capitalist, yeah. anti-monopoly sort of thing, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. and to teach people about the dangers of corporate greed, whereas actually it's called, sort of being subverted into enslaved into promoting <laughs> yeah. uh, instead. You know what? Become I the very thing to... I set out to destroy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were the chosen one. <laughs> I, I find myself recently wanting to own four hotels. I mean, <laughs> I hear I get a lot of money when I start renting those out. That <laughs> is what kids want to used to yeah. want to do. And I can just go to jail and pay a fine and out I get. Oh my God. It's, it, you don't even have to go to jail. Do just, you just pay days? the fine. You just the most get out un- of jail free. The most unrealistic thing about that game is it's set in London and there's free parking. <laughs> That's true. Very Completely true. out of date. Yeah. I mean, and the fact that you can actually afford any of the properties. <laughs> like, yeah. here's your $1. Try. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, you'll get $1 every time you go around the board. Yeah. Oh, but there's taxes, so that's uh, 50 <laughs> yeah. percent of that's gone. Jeez. Yeah, we'll, we'll try not to talk too much about that. But yeah, no. <laughs> Spirit <laughs> Island, good. No, it's the, I, I suppose there must be other cooperative board games that, that that are similar. There are a lot of cooperative board games out there, but this is one of my favorites because of the uh, massive amount of customizable difficulty that most of them don't. A lot of them have a little bit of difficulty increasing, but once you've solved the game, you've kind of solved it. You're right. Um, and most of the other ones don't do much to stop the quarterbacking syndrome of the person who's played it the most telling everyone what to do. Um, whereas I find this game is complicated enough with your secret card of hands that you can't have someone going, oh, you do this one, then you, you go here. I think it, when it was first released, it was almost the anti-quarterback. So quarterback being that person that is constantly telling or managing everyone on the team. Mm. This one literally came out as the the one that, if you have that person, you can now play a cooperative game <laughs> with it. Mm. Instead of just Forgetting to invite them to game. Yeah. It's partly due to the nature of these cards um, triggering either quickly or slowly. And so your kind of your your slow cards trigger basically at the start of your next turn. Or, or, you know, it's such a... Uh, they go after the enemies have been. Yeah, but then that's when your next turn starts. Mm. So, so you have to think of it like I'm playing a turn ahead. And because of that, you can't have one guy coordinating unless he's some sort of Sherlock Holmes super mm. super mind mm. genius. Um it's very hard to like do you have to kind of figure out where they also the invaders come in waves right. and multiply the invaders, the colonists. Mm-hmm. Like they swarm all over your place, shitting all over your lovely <laughs> island, leaving all these like little poops and you're like it gets out of control really quick. Just thought of an interesting retheme. For that game, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, oh no, just like sewage island, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just like I don't know, cats or something. Oh, cats invading your garden. Yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> that could be good. Digging up stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just put those daffodils in. Leaving little presents. <laughs> oh no. So uh, overall, it sounds like you have the acid trip. Mm. You have the uh, fictional characters fighting each other, and Ultimate. you've got the ultimate battle of that and then you've got the the spirits the the anti-colonial stuff have you is any of these hit the the head do you like any of the ideas um well i think this is like maybe look first of all i'm all for a burning man style (laughs) situation where we're all just we all just go mad um, and embrace it you know and lean into the madness you know Fuck it. Um, <laughs> I love that. The, the, the new Olympics, 
it it leans a lot on the old. It's like it's almost like cleverly saying, "Let's fight in game instead of in person." You know, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's let's settle our disputes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're angry with someone, take it out on me on this game. You know, <laughs> um, especially if you're doing a free for all, I think you can always in a four way you can always say, "This guy's fucking not done the washing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna go for him. I don't care if I lose. I'm gonna take this guy out." I think that. We'll get it's a little bit like having those um like arcades in the, the truckers, you know, so they can get their stress out on the fake truck, you know, and not do it on the real road. Um so yeah, I can see that helping. And also I can see the idea of um, you know, just forming our own Sentinel Island. <laughs> Sen- <laughs> where they are the natives and um Becoming just, a god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and and forming our own society from the ground up, founded on the sort of natural you know, respecting the island, living one with the island. Mm. You know, you know, maybe the rest of civilization will have burned itself out. <laughs> we'll still be one with nature, um, playing cooperatively together in um, in harmony with the land and earth and sky and sea and crabs <laughs> <laughs> around us. So yeah, I like them all. Um, I'm I'm ordering them right now. Nice, Alexa. <laughs> Order games. <laughs> she already knows which one it was as well. She's been listening. She's been paying attention. Well, yeah. you do have to pick. Someone needs to get their point. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I have to pick. You have to yeah, pick one. Yeah. Well, you can only take one with you. Um, it's got to be the drugs. Yes! <laughs> Finally did it, guys! Rich got one! Yes! I think, I think it is probably the best option, actually. Yeah, it's a good game. You can just smash it out in, like, an airport or anywhere, can't you? And it's like, yeah. That doesn't matter good. in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, I could just see Unless there's an airport on the island, in, in which case, why haven't you escaped movie, already? I could just see some kids playing it, you know, in the airport. <laughs> oh, oh right. I see. In, oh. My, in, my, in my movie version of... Yeah, this yeah. this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You can check off Scunner. It's come full circle. They're already playing yeah. it, and then it lands up on the island. Yeah. yeah, they've already taught all the rules at that point. You've gone like, oh, <laughs> that was an e- in- interesting Easter egg. Oh, but it's actually the entire movie now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, you have to put that stuff in, so when people watch it again, they're like, oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then they think you're smart. That's how you win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Just tips, tips, throwing it out there. Nice, welcome. Well, well thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, obviously, congratulate the winner of there. They've, they've done a fantastic job. I thought <laughs> well they done. really, yeah. Uh, but thank you so much for coming along, um, Lewis. Where, where possibly could we find you? Uh, just. Just Google my name. <laughs> Just Lewis. Chuckles. What up there. <laughs> Chuckles. Chuckles and the Crab Man. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for uh, entertaining us this afternoon. And uh, well done to everyone that partaked in this <laughs> glorious exercise. That was a lot of fun. I, I, could have, I could have gone for another two hours <laughs> and then had a coconut and <laughs> doing it again tomorrow. Strangely enough, I think we're all going for crabs after this as well. I am hungry for crabs now. Well, thank you very much. Thank, that's that's all for today for the podcast. Um, we'll be back next week. Thank you very much. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>